You are listening to the Business First Creatives Podcast. I'm your host, Coley James. In each episode, you will hear real-life stories, behind-the-scene takes, and practical insights for how to streamline and grow a creative business that brings you joy and a paycheck. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Business First Creatives Podcast. Today's guest is Allison Hatch. And she is running the photography conference that everyone wants to be at, Photo Native. Allison, how are you doing today? I'm good, Coley. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Ah, so let's talk about you first, and then we're going to get to Photo Native. Tell okay. me where you're located and what you do as a photographer. I am located in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I am a film family photographer, and I shoot more artsy lifestyle-ish. And yeah, that's what I do and run Photo Native on the side, I guess. Yeah. And guys, I want to clarify, since all of you guys know that I am a filmmaker, Allison is referring to analog film. Yes, she puts film inside of a camera and clicks a shutter. Not a filmmaker. <laughs> Just want to clarify. Yeah, analog. In case you go to her website and you're really confused. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about your experience at Photo Native as an attendee before we get into its current iteration, and you bringing it back from pre-pandemic time. Okay. Yeah. So I've attended Photo Native a few times as an attendee back in the day. And the first time I felt very wallflowerish and I didn't quite put myself out there as much as I wanted to, but I came across teachers that I absolutely fell in love with and actually mentored with eventually. And I just had more of not just an educational experience at Photo Native, but an emotional experience. And then the next time I went, I was like, okay, I'm going full out, baby. I'm not going to hold anything back. I'm just going to go for it and talk to people and talk to, you know, people I idolize, instructors that I idolize. And it was amazing. It was a very, like, life-altering experience, which sounds really huge, but it was for me. It made me want to go back to not just shooting portraiture and making my clients happy, but making me happy as an artist and really finding that path for myself. And I started shooting analog film again and and the friendships that I've made that I made at that conference, I am still friends with to this day. So it was it was an amazing experience. And I love Photo Native. That is absolutely awesome to hear. And the funny thing is, um, I actually shoot analog film. And that came directly from Photo Native. My very first um, year that I attended, I took Sam Kelly's in-home um, shooting families on film. And I have to tell you, just because this is like the only time I get the opportunity to talk about analog film, my first three rolls of film were absolutely phenomenal. I mean, I went into that house. Almost every single image was a keeper. I mean, I was like, I've got this. And then I came home and shot, and the next few rolls were absolute shit. Allison just absolutely. We've all been there. We have all been there. And so it's it's really strange though. Like every time I go to Photo Native, I try to join a shoot that has absolutely nothing to do with what I actually do as a professional photographer. So oh, for the for most of the time when I was attending Photo Native, I saw it as a creative outlet. And so I would just use it as an opportunity to test things. Like I did in-home film and I also did studio lifestyle newborn, which anybody knows I would rather eat glass than shoot in a studio. So that was, you know, that was the, that, that was a jump for me. And then 
this time, when we attend in three weeks, I am actually doing Miriam's punchy pool party. And my intention is that I am only going to have a film camera with me so that I can really practice on double exposure and working on, you know, getting that awesome color. And I'm, I'm very excited about that shoot. But I just wanted to give you some perspective of my experience as an attendee. And I am super excited to be teaching a class, you know, th- this time in Palm Springs. So let's back up a moment, though, because I think Photo Native ran for five years. I attended the last, I attended years two, three, and five. And it had okay. already been decided before the pandemic that Photo Native was ending, that Photo Native in 2020, which was in Santa Barbara, was going to be the last one. And then, you know, early last year, I heard rumbling of it coming back. And I was like, oh my God, what do you mean it's coming back? So Allison, tell me the story of how Photo Native was like resurrected. And now you are bringing this amazing experience back to Palm Springs in February of 2023. So yeah, it was kind of an interesting, long process. Um, we were in the middle of the pandemic and I, you know, pandemic did weird things to all of us and all of us things, right? We all thought crazy ideas. I thought about getting chickens. I didn't, by the way, but you know what I mean? Things like that. So <laughs> I was like, I really, I'm, I think I miss photo native. I love photo native. Maybe I should talk to Jesse and see if we could work something out and I could work with her on it. And it, you know, time went by, I didn't do anything about it. And then I'm a bit of an education junkie. I love, that's like my favorite part of photography, maybe, is Aww. learning more about it. And so I had done some other experiences, you know, workshops and things like that. And I was just really missing what Photo Native could offer. And those were great. Don't get me wrong. They were awesome. And I'm happy that I did them and they were worth it. But I was missing Photo Native. And I was talking to a friend that I actually met at Photo Native and she's like, she just out of the blue one time was like, I miss Photo Native. And I told her, I was thinking about bringing it back. And she's like, you have to do it. So she kind of gave me the push to jump into the deep end, right? So I contacted Jesse. Jesse actually had tried to run uh, Photo Native during the pandemic, which I don't think a lot of people knew. She did like an online version of it. So she wasn't quite ready to like let it go. And I think we all felt that. I don't know if you felt it that when you were there. Chloe, I like, did. Santa Barbara was very sad. It was yeah, very it's like, sad. This should, yes. It's like, no, we don't, we're not ready for this to end at all. So I talked to Jesse and after a few months, she decided, yeah, here you go. You can have it. It's yours. And I kind of took over not knowing anything, being a little bit too naive with it. But I'm really excited for the opportunity to bring it back for people who are huge fans of Photo Native like us. And I mean, I didn't attend the first time that it was in California. I did attend the second. But I just felt like maybe there's a difference now that it's, you know, in California in a different spot. But there was something like magical about doing photo native in Utah. Number one, it was always in winter, guys. There was always snow on the ground. I mean, I think one time it was like 20 degrees outside. I was like, no one is going outside to shoot in this. No one. So, you know, living in De- in the Denver area, photo native was always like just, I didn't even have to think about it. The flights were cheap. The cost of the ticket was relatively cheap. The hotel was cheap. And it was, of course, in the middle of winter where no one is feeling very creative to begin with. And so, you know, hopping a plane one state over to go to Salt Lake City was just like a no-brainer. 
And then they moved it to California and I missed the first round in Palm Springs. I I believe I had to sit it out for a birth. One of my returning clients was due and I was like, okay, I can't can't miss her birth. Like, I'm not going to come. I'm going to stay home. And then, of course, I decided to attend in Santa Barbara, knowing that it was going to be the last one. I was like, okay, I can't, I can't miss out on the last one. But so bringing photo native back is one thing. What pushed you to have it in somewhere like Palm Spring instead of somewhere that's a little closer to home and perhaps easier to manage like Albuquerque? Well, if you've ever been to Albuquerque, you would understand right away. Um, it's... <laughs> It's not really a destination vacation kind of a state. Um, and, and the same thing, like I, I wanted it to, I wanted it to be a draw and I loved that it was in Santa Barbara. I loved that it was in a hotel setting. I felt like it allowed people to connect a little bit more by just hanging out and inter- interacting with each other so much easier instead of having to get a different hotel somewhere else. And, um, I was out actually late in the game as well. Um, by the time that I had obtained it from Jesse, it was summer and these conference things book out year, a year at least in advance. And so it just happened that it was Palm Springs again, a different hotel. The first time they were in Palm Springs, it was at the Ace and this time it's at the Saguaro. So yeah, but I, I wanted it to be in a fun place. I wanted the conference rooms to not feel like a conference room. I wanted, you know, we're photographers. We need light and Beauty, uh, you right? couldn't have picked a better location. Let me be honest. I went last yeah. year just for a vacation to that hotel. And like everywhere in the hotel, you can take amazing photographs. I mean, the color pops. I am so looking forward to getting some more yeah. pictures by the pool. I'm just saying, if you guys come to Photo Native, catch me at the pool with a cocktail and a unicorn floaty. I will be there. Um, no. So, I mean, yeah. it's interesting that, you know, hear about your choice to do it in Palm Springs. Um, because it definitely is a destination. You didn't get it until summer. And so there wasn't, a, you know, a huge runway to market. And before the conference was going to happen in February, why did you decide to go ahead and do it in 2023 instead of maybe waiting until 2024? Excitement. I was just yeah. You couldn't hold it in. I'll be okay. honest. Yeah. I mean, I just, I mean, part of the reason why I took over Photo Native is so I can have that experience again. I want to give it to everyone else. For, for like truly that's truly what I'm wanting to do is I want everyone to have an amazing experience like I've had but I want to do it again like I've missed it and so I jumped it I jumped in and yeah so that's really the main reason let's just do it let's have fun yeah so I mean let's actually get into into some details let's talk about what's going on so how many speakers so we have 12 speakers and seven native shoot instructors okay um so there's two classes. We'll have an opening keynote that starts the Ben and Costa, and then a closing keynote, which is Michael and Anna Costa. And then during the day, there's two rooms going, and you can pick which instructor, like which class you would like to go to. And I love that variety. Um, so you're not just stuck in one room the whole day. Things are very loosey goosey at Photo Native. You have the freedom to do whatever you would like. Um, it's not like you need to be here at this specific time. So that way you can choose. And then we record everything if you've missed. So if you've missed a class and you were up, you know, if you wanted to go to both classes and they were at the same time, you're able to review the video recording later. And I've got a question um, just in case, you know, even though ticket sales will still be on until tomorrow, guys, registration closes tomorrow. But if someone can't come to Palm Springs and attend, are you selling online tickets so that they yes. can view the video? 
Yeah. And how so does that work? Is it live or is it, you know, deliberate? No, it, it's about two weeks after once we can get every the conference wrapped up and all the video processed and uploaded. It'll take a little bit of time. Um, so two weeks afterwards, for they, it's a remote pass. Class pass is what it's called. And you're able to buy it online still. And you can still buy it after the conference for those two weeks until we close. Um, and then you'll get a link with, obviously, everyone knows how to do this. You'll get the link and you'll be able to view it as many times as you like um, for a few months. It'll be up for a few months. Awesome. And I mean, I enjoy that as an attendee, even if, even though I'm going to be there in person. Um, because, you know, you can't be in two rooms at one time. And so, you know, if you're coming, that's great. You know, pick your teacher that you just can't, that you just are exuding to get in the room with them. And if you're not attending live, I would highly encourage you to check out the remote path so that you can get a little bit of this Palm Spring goodness, the photo native experience in the comfort of your own home. Totally. In your jammies, eating your snacks the whole time. Sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. Allison, I have to tell you a secret. I will probably be in jammies the entire time, except for during my talk. I'm just saying, I have rainbow pajamas. I have heart pajamas. I have pajamas that make me look really good against the backdrop of the hotel. So if you see me in my rainbow pajamas, please do not judge. I I do that. You know, that's how I show up to work. (laughs) I'm not judging. Are you kidding me? No, that's amazing. So are there any differences that we should highlight between photo native as it's going to exist in 2023 and perhaps what it was like in the last iteration in 2020? Are there any differences in like the, the, the length of the class, any, anything that we should be aware of? No, I tried to keep it as true to the photo native, let's call it recipe as it was before. Um, so it wouldn't change it too much. Um, the only thing is, is that it, it is going to be smaller. And I feel like that's a huge benefit for the people attending and the teachers. Because it's a smaller group, you're getting the conference education with the workshop size. And so you'll be able to interact more with the other attendees and your teachers. And um, yeah, but everything else is pretty much the same. Except, well, there is one other thing we did change. Instead of a dance party, we're going to be doing karaoke night instead. So I have to say, I went to a conference at the end of 2022 and they had karaoke and I did not partake. But my bestie is coming with me to Photo Native, and she has reminded me that from now on, our conference trips are yes trips. So I must say yes to karaoke. I don't know what I'm going to sing yet, but she's told me that I must say yes. And so that's our new rule going forward. And I mean, with that, let's just talk about like the in-person experience that you can get when you go to a conference like Photo Native, because I mean, we're all coming out of the pandemic, and I know it might be a little scary to think about getting back out there in the world. But I mean, I am just loving being around people. I went to a conference at the end of 2022. I was actually just at a different conference last week in Dallas. And guys, I just can't tell you how amazing it is to be in a room with like-minded entrepreneurs, and in this case, photographers, and just being able to talk about your craft with a group of people that you will probably find, you know, good friends, good good people to associate with even after you leave the conference. Is that how you feel, Allison? Totally. I think being a photographer, being a solo entrepreneur is tough. And you don't have that support system around you all the time. And it is. It's so exciting to go to a conference and make those connections with people. And yeah, even if you live in totally different states, you are creating your community. You're creating your tribe to be able to support each other going through things like 
I know that Rachel Larson Weaver, who's going to be one of our instructors, she's met some friends at a different conference. And then they started up this like boudoir, like Instagram and some other things. And, you know, yeah, I know about that because one of those people is my student. Yeah. So you you just never know what that skin that is going to be for you. But it's the it's this awesome possibility, even if they're there, like keeping you on task with each other or if you have a problem about something or some sort of like workflow or software that you're at, you know, you have someone that you can talk to about instead of only Googling, which gets very, very lonely. It does. It does. So Allison, if we were going to close this podcast out with some tips on how to get the most out of your photo native experience, because I mean, between the two of us, we've probably attended eight. Yeah. And like you said, you were a bit of a wallflower to begin with. And then you, you know, you blossomed the second time that you attended. So what are some good tips for our listener if they are able to attend in person? Like how can they get the most out of the photo native in-person experience? Yeah. So my first and biggest tip, well, let's start with my least tip. Be be open to different ideas. Be open to something new that you haven't tried before. I think a lot of times we buy educational experience hoping that we'll get a certain something out of it. Um, but like you wanting to go for business and you want to learn something specific for your business or whatever. But if you go just saying, I'm going to throw caution to the wind and I'm going to try something new like you with your film photographer, like your yeah. film camera at Miriam's shoot, right? Like you might be discover things that you're needing creatively that you didn't even know you need. And the other thing is to, yeah, go for it. Don't be a wallflower. Go talk to that instructor who you totally, you know, idolize and fangirl over, but they're there as equals. That's another thing about photo native. It's not this hierarchy in any way. The people there and the teachers there, you're, you're all there together. And if you have any questions or you just want to, shoot the breeze, like definitely go do it um, and talk to your neighbor. It's, you know, the person next to you in class because you might be shoot up a friendship that you didn't even know that you, you know, like they may be such a good friend you didn't even know you had had. So that doesn't make a lot of sense. Sorry. But anyway, yeah. Right. So I would definitely do that. <laughs> Those are like my two biggest tips, creativity and not being a wallflower, just having fun. And I'm going to add one tip because Allison said a lot of great things and most of them are what I would have said anyways. The one thing that I want to say is maybe encourage you to talk to one person, many, but at least one that you don't know before you get to the conference, like invite, invite them to have lunch, you know, get together with people that you don't personally know before you arrive, because that's just going to make it to where your circle of photographers that you know, in the online space and, you know, across the world, it's going to get bigger and you are going to have more people to form friendships with, you know, online after the conference is done. Definitely. I definitely agree with that. Well, Allison, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast to talk about Photo Native. I am super excited. Um, My husband, I was like, you know, maybe you should come with me. And then I was like, no, you should not. (laughs) So I'm going to be attending by myself, but I have dragged my bestie Kate. She's coming along. And so I can't wait to see you in a few weeks and, you know, Give everyone my automations and systems knowledge, guys. You know what I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about saving you time and money. So if that interests you, ticket sales are open until tomorrow. You will find a link in the show notes. And both Allison and I are open books. So please feel free to drop into either one of our DMs on Instagram, and we will make sure that all of your questions get answered. That sounds about it. 
All right. That's great for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. That's it. Talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Business First Creatives podcast. For more information on this podcast, including show notes and links to the video podcast, please visit coleyjames.com slash podcast. Are you loving the podcast? Sharing is caring. Until next time.